There was news in the news today. The news actually had news? Yes, the news had news. Well, you know, it's Pride Month, and uh, I thought it was... Like, I wonder, like, what are the odds that during Pride Month, all of this stuff seems to be happening? Like, not just Black Lives Matter, but also, if you're in the United States, the Supreme Court Justice ruling that you can't... You can't fire people for being gay because being yeah. gay is something sex determinant in some ways, right? Or like it has to do, like it's an extension. You guys, maybe you guys have seen the headlines if you listen to this podcast, probably. Yeah, there was a lot of setbacks and forward movement for the LGBTQ plus community. And I know. Like, what are the odds like something like that would happen on the same day that Donald yeah. Trump would decide that? transgendered people don't have the same access to health care that yeah. everybody else does yeah it's just kind of like a bummer it is a cause mind fuck honestly yeah it is because it's like there's certain things that you want to ask yourself like okay are like okay i shouldn't diminish feeling excited for the small win and the big wins mm-hmm. and stuff like that and like as i think it is i think it's a big win for you know feeling like you have you're mm-hmm. not going to get picked out just because of your orientation. Mm-hmm. Like, that at work, you shouldn't have to feel that way. And there's so many minority groups right now that are really fighting, you know, and there's a lot going on. But for, like, a huge win that to be also faced with such a huge setback, mm-hmm. it just feels, like, really weird I saw and it was, like, 7 like, or 8 million LGBTQ-plus people in American workforce. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's incredible, actually. I was kind of shocked actually. by that. Where are you at? Two of them sitting right Two here, baby. Two of them baby. sitting here. <laughs> well, they're not on my team at work because no. I just really want to go to work with all gay people at this point in my life. Okay, well, find yourself somewhere. Somewhere where just gay people just, work? Yeah. One day. <laughs> where is that? Where is that? So we, we kind of talked last week about maybe doing this podcast episode just like fun stories from our own gay backgrounds yeah somebody actually uh suggested that we did that and i was like i think that along the way we've had multiple stories told over spread out podcast episodes and things Mm -hmm. like that but yeah we can tell like if we have coming out stories or like if Mm -hmm. we have certain memories associated to you know, I our gay identity. If you don't know, I identify as bisexual, and Skylar is a straight hetero male. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, remember that one packed podcast episode where I accidentally identified as a heterosexual male, yeah. and like two people messaged me very confused. Yes, they. Yes, they did. I know. Throwback. Okay. <clears throat> so um, yes, you want like okay. No, obviously you're not hetero. Oh uh, yeah, obviously not. And I think a lot of people, you know, they don't feel like labels are necessary, and, and that's fine. And I'm just someone who it definitely makes sense. I feel... I feel like we're moving in a direction as a society anyways, where yeah. they start... It, I can... I don't necessarily see it now, but I do see it starting to become irrelevant, if yeah, that makes sense. Especially, like, with some of, like, the people that are in my life. Like, just, like, these ideas of, like, heteroflexible and stuff. Yeah. And just... How it's all kind of just shades of gray. Like, let me tell perhaps. you, any girl who said they're strictly dickly are the ones that are, like, 
Th- those were the ones I locked eyes on and always got to change their mind. Oh my Sorry, God. mom. Wow. Sorry, mom. Strictly Sorry, dickly. Mom. Ew, I've never heard that word in my life. Really? Yes. Oh, it's what straight girls that guess, hang out I guess with like. Technically, I'm strictly dickly. <laughs> yeah. I guess. That should be my drag name. <laughs> Strictly Dickly. Strictly Dickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I um, I think that labels aren't really necessary anymore. I've just always felt pretty comfortable with, yeah. like, the term bisexual. I felt it like it really... It yeah, like, I feel like there's been times where I've sort of thought about other, you know, mm-hmm. definitions that people... And other labels and things like that, and... Sometimes I feel like I can fit into them, but I've just felt really comfortable conversation-wise, like, just saying bisexual. I've always felt very comfortable with gay. Yeah. Homo. (laughs) Same-sex attraction. No pussy. No pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So, my... Like, I was trying to remember, like, my first coming-out story that I, like, really remember, like, where it felt like the biggest deal. Yeah. And I was with my best childhood friends who were twins, mm-hmm. right? Paige and Allison. And what's up? What's up? What's up, girls? Hey. They don't listen to this for sure. So. Good. You're... That's so, probably for the best. That's for the best. So I call them. I'm like, guys, I have some news. Let's meet at this restaurant. Now closed, by the way, and abandoned. And it looks like it's been abandoned for like 100 years. Yeah. It was this place called Tres Amigos, mm-hmm. right? Because we were the Tres Amigos. So we liked to go there. Okay. And eat. So we go to Trace Amigos, and we all get, like, an enormous amount of food, right? And so I'm staring out the window. I don't know if I've heard this. I'm staring out the window. I'm like, oh, my God, okay, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to come out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be like, I'm gay. It's going to be so crazy. It's going to be so great. And so... Did you really think that they didn't know? I mean, you're not even letting me tell the story. No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So... (laughs) (laughs) I'm, we're sitting at, at this dinner, and I'm about to tell them when Paige goes, oh my god. And I was like, what? And I turn around, and they're like squirrels. I don't know. Like There was animals having sex in the bushes behind us. So first of all, my glory was a little stolen. Yeah, you're trying so, to steal my thunder. Trying to steal my thunder. I don't know what it was. It was squirrels doing something. I remember it as like graphic sex, but it probably was something else. Graphic sex. Maybe fighting or something. <laughs> Anyways... So I tell them, I'm like, I am gay. Yeah. And they were quiet for a moment. And they were like, didn't you already tell us that? (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, no. I was like, no. I was like, I'm coming out. I was like, in my mind, I was like, did I already? And you're like, wait a minute. And so later that day, we get picked up by some other friends. And I was like, okay, guys, just so everyone knows, I came out of the closet. And then everyone was like, I don't know. Like, mine was so anticlimactic. It was like everyone literally thought I had already come out. Yeah. So that was my story. Hmm. It's the most boring story, like, ever fucking told. Well, like, what about with your parents and stuff? Never had to come out to mom because since I was, like, in sixth grade, my mom has at least once a year since I was a child pulled me aside, taken me out for dinner or something, and just, like, been casually like, oh, 
man, you know some people are gay and that's okay. Aw, that's so sweet. And, and I was always like, no, what? I don't know any gay people. That's so weird. <laughs> Ew, yuck. Ew. It's it. And my mom would always be like, huh, some men like men. Hmm. She was like, and that's so wonderful of you. You know, like always yeah. real great and supportive about it. But I feel like, honestly... There's if you no, weren't gay, you'd <laughs> if I, imagine if I wasn't gay. <laughs> I know. Luckily, I was. So I think but, I've talked about this too. Like George has is so great with this. From the moment mm-hmm. I met him, he has always told me it is very important for him to talk to his kids in a way that doesn't imply that they have to be with the opposite sex. So when he says things like, instead of saying to like his son, AJ, for instance, instead of being like, hey, when you get a girlfriend someday, it'll be like, when you grow up and you start dating, you know, this, this, mm-hmm. and this. He was always so careful with his words, and I thought it was so attractive of him to like yeah. be considered or even just be like, woke enough I know as like a pretty hetero male like you know um and at that time too he was like technically a single dad you know what I mean so it wasn't like he had somebody else influencing him on that and maybe Amy you know the kids moms might have had some influence on that but he carried it out you know and I was he was always so he was always so good so about that. My dad was always like, well, when you get a girlfriend. No, I know, but it got to the point mouth. where, like, AJ, his son, would be like, Dad, I'm not gay. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I know if, you, if you're if you not, I don't think that you are, but we're just, you know, just yes. in case. You don't, you know, we just, we don't know. We don't know. And he's like, Dad, I'm not, I'm not, I'm literally I'm not, gay. not gay. Like, <laughs> he's like, I, well, you know, that's All your right, choice, Sarah. Yes. You know that, yeah, your choice. But like, oh, that's, wow. that's. Please stop that's choosing not, your heterosexuality. I know, right? That's, that's, that's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he was always so great with it. And I had a very different, like, mm-hmm. so my dad always tried to be really, um, like, he always tried to be really open, mm-hmm. but he didn't know how to handle his uncomfortability with it. So, it would always be, like, a lot of, like, me and my best friend, Allison, growing up, like, we were together literally every day, all day. And she lived, like, two streets behind me. And so, we would, like, hop the fence and go spend the night or spend the weekend with each other. And, like, both the parents, like, everyone knew, like, it was, we were Mm -hmm. best friends. Best fucking friends. But, like, I think my dad had clearly known that I was already pretty by you know what i mean and so he was like oh they're in love yeah like they're in love so he would always do a lot of things like hey i'm coming in like knocking on the door like okay be like he'd be like i'm coming in you know like (laughs) okay and then he'd come in and be like what are you guys doing you're doing vacation here or something what are you doing like are you doing it's okay if you are but like just you know just what like what's up what's up (laughs) like so it was like kind of inappropriate but also i could tell that like he was trying to be funny because like yeah. or to like it was the very to- like it was a lot of toxic stuff happening but like i could tell in his own way he was trying mm-hmm. um if you didn't have a traumatizing experience yeah. growing up gay i don't trust you no no if you had it too easy i just don't just trust kidding you. we love all just of kidding. you we love you even if you're not traumatized but really part of the reason is probably <laughs> because we're traumatized hello no, honestly, I was really grateful to be brought up. My my mom was really supportive. My mom was just super... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even really think I technically had to come out to my mom. Like, I don't... 
think it was ever like moms that. Moms always know. Like, I feel like moms always know. I, th- I feel like my mom... Especially if you're super gay. Yeah. Which we're pretty super gay. I'm quite lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like sometimes I stop myself and I'm like, ooh, all right, well, there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always been really happy in whatever relationship I end up in and it just always seemed to yeah. be with a male. But mm-hmm. there's been a few times where I, th- I, you know what, here's the thing. Dating women is hard. Oh, really? Women are fucking batshit crazy. Are they? Myself included. <laughs> like... So hard to date yes. women. Like I tried, and mm-hmm. I it didn't. It didn't go Sometimes well for me. Sometimes men are too easy. They don't offer a challenge. I know. I was like, oh well, all right, we'll do it. I'll date you then. <laughs> <laughs> all these other women don't want to date me because I don't know. Um, no, I I had really. I don't know. I had some good learning experiences on both ends of things, and it just so happened that I'm with a male. I do think that it is like. I think out of all of the, not to be like, I have it the hardest, because yeah. I absolutely don't, but I think bisexual women are, like, the least supported as far as, like, the rest mm-hmm. of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Like, they don't see bi women a lot of the time. Like, bi erasure is a real thing, and just, I don't know, there's especially, like, straight up lesbians Mm -hmm. they they do not want the b in there no (laughs) they don't want the b in there um so that was a bit weird to like figure that out that it was like oh wait i'm not really wanted here like yeah this alphabet has me in it but like 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 it's being fetishized yeah so we did talk about that in past episodes there's that sense of like and also like in psychology right women have more sexual plasticity than men, right? Like, women typically fall on the gayer part of the scale in general. Hmm. And, okay. um, I didn't know that. So, I could see, I guess, like, it's just seen as, I don't know, you're right. There's just, like, I this, think with women, it's just, it's just it's different. It's different. It is different. And it shouldn't be, but it is, mm-hmm. at least for now. I don't know why, but, and I think most of, like, you know, saying that lesbians and stuff like that don't really want to associate with bi women sometimes is like yeah. because they've had a lot of issues with dating bisexual women and then they get their hearts broken because they decide Something they want to like date that. a male or yeah. whatever. So they, there's this like, oh, you can't trust a bi girl or there's a lot of like, you know, maybe bi girls that want to be with men but just want to be with women for a while and then the lesbians are like, look, what the heck? What the, f- get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Look at this dick we struck with. dick lover. Like. <laughs> so I get it. But then also you do get the guys that are like, oh my God, you're bi. Oh my God, that's so fucking hot. That makes me want to vomit. Uh, do you know how many times I've heard that in my entire life? I just stopped saying anything about it. Like it's just, yeah. it sucks. Because I'm either going to be like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be turning into like me, like a yeah. rant thing. But I do think that like I don't, talk a lot about it because that's mostly one of the two things that I get is like oh yeah. my god you're you're bi or I get like oh cool like you're yeah, bi like wow I don't know I just I don't know what do you think 
Um, that's really sad for you. No, it's not sad. No. <laughs> it's just like, I, I forget sometimes. Yeah. Like, I kind of forget. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally 98% attracted to women. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> like, 2% attracted to, like, George. <laughs> and that's... It'd be like that sometimes. And he's fully aware. I wrote some notes. Oh, I love that. So I was thinking about the first boy I ever kissed. Cute. This was really a tragic can't story. Talk about this kind of stuff with me, though. Go ahead. So, with me, oh yeah, because yours are always weird. But like mine was very wholesome. I met him on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> See, was, that's so crazy that like you had like a dating this, app and shit. I know. Like, I was very young to be on. I was seventeen. You also were so blessed to have, like, that at your fingertips as a gay 17-year-old. So, I meet this other 17-year-old, and he is the cutest boy. Like, to this day, I stalk his Instagram. Oh. Right? Like, that's how cute he is. We will call him Chad. What is he? Okay, I'll show you him later. Because he's hot. Yeah. And so, his name is Chad, and I'm like, oh my god, he's talking to me. This is an actual blessing from God. Right? We're meant to be together. Yeah. Like, we're going to get married. So, him and I are talking, Right. And I tell him where I, where I go to high school, he goes to a different high school. And I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I have never met another kid that goes to a different high school. That was how insulated yeah. like my life was at this point. I was like, wow, you go to Chad High? <laughs> okay. He's Chad and he goes to Chad High? Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, wow, that's so cool, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, you go to Skylar High? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh my God, do you know Paige Nelson? Right? Like my childhood best friends. Yeah. I was like, yes, they're my best friends. And he was like, no way. They were my childhood best friends. And so, like, we were, I was like, it, like, all these stars were aligning, mm-hmm. right? So we meet up and we go on this date. We go to a Barnes & Noble. Love Barnes & Noble. Magic happens oh there. Oh, my God. You do love Barnes & Noble. So we go Noble. to Barnes & Noble, right? We're getting coffee, walk through the books, having the best time of my life. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, do you want to come sit in my pickup truck? And he was driving a pickup truck. I was like, oh, my God, yes. I would love to come sit in your pickup truck. <laughs> And, um, so, uh, I go and get into his pickup truck and, uh, whatever, we're talking and he like, he like looks at me and this kid was a slut. Mm. Chad, if you're listening, you're a slut. Just kidding. <laughs> he broke my heart. So maybe he's a good person. I hate you. I hate you. Chad from Chad So he looks at me and he was like, so you've never kissed a boy, huh? And I was like, no, I've never. Wait, you really told him that? Yeah, I told him. I was, I, no, because like before, like while we were on a date or whatever, I was like, just so you know, this is like my first date I've ever been on. I was Aww. like, I'm having a really good time. I've never even kissed a boy before. Aww. And or whatever. I was just, I'm very open. Yeah. Right? I always have been. I think you thought mess. that maybe made you more. Oh, it like... made me. I thought I was laying it on thick. <laughs> you were like, wow, that's going to make I was like, be if you don't fair. take me in the backseat of your truck tonight, <laughs> I'm not going to be having a good time. <laughs> so we're making out. I'd be the best makeout session of my life. Right? <laughs> I, I don't remember. It was just like pure sparks, right? Okay. And then he pulls away and he was like, well, I think I have like something that I have to do. So oh my I God, are you go. a bad kisser? No, I was incredible. It, <laughs> probably. So I get into like, whatever. I get into my car yeah. and I, I, I start backing out. And like, like, like literally Fred Flintstone, my car completely just falls apart beneath me. Okay. I didn't, I didn't hit any curves or anything. My car falls apart. Somebody steal your... Somebody like loosened all the nuts in my car or something. I do not know. My car fell apart 
as I was driving out Is of the Barnes and Noble. Still your catalytic converter? I, I don't know what happened. So I call, I, I panic and I call him. I was like, guy, I just made out with. Hello, <laughs> Chad was, from Chad, Chad High. Chad from Chad High. Yeah. I was like, you're not gonna believe this. My car literally just fell apart beneath me. I was like, will you wait with me while I call someone? Because this was at nighttime. I was at a Barnes and Noble and it was closing. I didn't want to be alone in the parking lot, right? And he looked annoyed. I'll never forget this. I'm still fully in love with him. Okay. But he is a terrible person. So, mm. he looks like super annoyed with me. Okay. And I call my dad. Right? Aww. I was like, dad, my car exploded at Barnes & Noble. I was like, I was here to study. <laughs> Math. Oh. Geometry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. It's not a sad thing. It was more like I don't want my dad to think that I was like having sex in the back of this pickup truck. Which I wasn't. I wanted to, but I wasn't. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, I'm waiting with um, Chad. Yeah. And uh, we start making out again, uh-huh. right? And then my dad pulls up. Okay. But he doesn't see a thing. But I panic. I was like, <gasps> Like, yeah. panic. And, like, I get out of Chad's car, right? And, like, I walk over to my dad, who's, like, furious because he thinks I've wrecked the car, but I'm lying about it. And so Chad gets out of the car, and Chad kind of has a gayer voice. So my dad was like, who are you? And he was like, I'm Chad. Oh, and yeah. I was like, um, in my mind, I was like, oh my God. Like, I just like it, when I think back to like some of, cause this was like, how old am I? I'm 25. This was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of things have changed. Right. Cause even like mm-hmm. eight years ago, I feel like I had some like internalized homophobia and stuff. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh my God, I don't want people to know that I'm hanging out with a gay. I don't want my family to know that I'm hanging yeah. out with a gay person and right. like stuff like that. And so my so he instantly gets in his car and drives away. Yeah. And I don't, I'm just reliving this for its first no, date yeah, in my mind. I know. And so like my dad tries to get in the car and drive away, and like it, I can't explain it, but like the bottom like the bottom carriage of the car had fallen through. It was like literally yeah. flintstoning it. And my dad was like, "If you just admit to hitting the curb, you won't be in trouble." <laughs> And in my mind, I was like, I swear to God, I literally was just driving it. Yeah. Like, and it fell apart beneath me. But who would believe that if you were 17? <laughs> Not me. Right? If you, if, looking back, if I was my dad, I'd have beat the truth Get out of me, I would have beat the dad. truth out of me, too. You never believe anything in us. So I ended up being like, yeah, I hit the curb. I was like, I'm telling you I hit the curb just so I don't have to be in trouble, but I didn't hit the curb. Oh. And then my dad did not know what to do with that statement. Yeah. You know? But uh, ultimately, I look back on that date very fondly. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It sounds awful. Well, because him and I met up like three more times. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chad from Chad High. Chad from Chad High. I pulled the hermit for you. What does that say about? I have that always story? been someone that is very, like, physically connected with people, but no emotional connection. Right. So, like, I will have, I can have like, real intense physical connections with people and then I just want them to go away and I want to be alone Mm, very Virgo of you yes but very unlike your Libra moon unlike my Libra moon but you latch on to other people I do latch I latch in on my terms yeah Mm -hmm. and not normally with romantic people no they have to be cold and emotionally distant oh okay (laughs) (laughs) okay um so let me see so I didn't really have a coming out story with like my mom that I can remember. I mean, I guess maybe I just I just think along the way I would just I don't know. I don't think I don't think I ever had to, I guess. Mm-hmm. But 
It's um, weird how there are people in our lives like that. Where yeah, just, like I just never, I can't remember doing that or if I ever mm-hmm. had to kind of thing. But um, my dad, I absolutely did. did especially because he was like accusing me for years. And, and I like don't think I ever really denied it. But I was also like, dad, get out of here. Yeah. You're embarrassing me, you know? But I also was like pretty boy crazy mm-hmm. as well. So I think it kind of like confused him relatable by the way yeah like i think it confused him because i never really went to date women when i was in like high school so for backstory like i knew i was attracted to women from like like young like elementary school Mm -hmm. young like i had crushes on girls and boys and was very like conscious of that Mm -hmm. my whole life growing up and we like, all knew the aggressive bisexual girl on the playground. Yeah, that I can was think of two literally of me, and right I now. think it's pretty obvious by like <laughs> listening to me for like even two seconds that I would have been that girl. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I never really dated women through. I had like obsessive crushes on women in high school yeah. while I was in like long term committed relationships with boys, and. I think mostly just because I knew most of those girls that I had aggressive crushes on love infatuations with they weren't straight even though I think that it like spurred it up even more because I was like I can't have you but I will someday <laughs> in my mind you this know? is where the aggressive lesbian yeah. stereotype comes from Smith. I know um and then you know I was in college i dated here and there or saw a couple girls here and there went Mm -hmm. on a lot of dates here and there like early 20s and then I was in a few like long-term relationships with men in my mid to then to late Mm -hmm. 20s that's George so yeah um because you've been with George for six or seven years now yeah almost like five and a half years so I mean for my mid to late 20s you know now I'm 30 so I 30 year old lady 30 year old lesbian by woman <laughs> in a straight relationship in a straight relationship with my gay best friend there. living with me <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah but I do have this one story I was so at, at one point I was on dating apps because mm-hmm. I was like we all are just trying to get you know, trying to get it. Yeah. I was trying to, you know, do it to him. Were you trying to get so, the puss? So, yeah, well, I had like... What's your favorite word for vagina, by the way? What if I was just like, cooter? <laughs> um. I told you I had a friend in high school. We I all c- called her Juicy Cooter. And uh, I cannot remember why. And she ew. hated it and wishes that she was dead every yeah. time we would say it. I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite word for... You know, I like you. You know, I actually like, hate the word pussy. Like ugh. saying that, I don't I know think why. Most people do, right? No, Maybe unless you're a straight you. man, or is that just me? I don't know. I just i I don't think it's the meaning of it. I think it's I don't like the way the word pussy like to makes say me it. think of something juicy, like a juicy vagina. It makes me well, think you're of, gay, so you don't like, want to say. Okay, so there was this. Okay, so anyways, I was on. You don't, you what was I on? Question. Like, okay, what was your favorite word? Like, I don't have one. I don't so, like, know. So if you're sexting with a girl, you're gonna be like, "I put my finger in your cooter." <laughs> like, what the fuck are you gonna say? Girls don't really need to like say that. You, wait, I mean, I I, for, I forgot like, that lesbians communicate with their minds. Literally, <laughs> like <laughs> I was gonna say, like I forgot it was all nonverbal. We would be saying some other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really, yeah, I don't, 
Anyways, I'm not trying to like turn on the entire audience. I know. Our audience is really horny right now. They're all plugging their ears and they're so grossed out. Okay, listen. Um, okay, but then I was on a dating app. Like, I was at two dating apps just because I couldn't tell which one was like shit and which one wasn't. I think mm. I was on Plenty of Fish and OkCupid, and then Plenty of Fish was like not working for me. No. I hooked up. Well, I didn't really even hook up, but like, I kind of like you saw had some this success. girl. No, from Plenty of Fish, and she ended up being really cool, and we tried to be friends, too, afterwards, but I just really wanted to hook up with her, and she just wasn't having it, and I was getting <laughs> very irritated, <laughs> so I was like, okay, great, um, yeah, I'll call you. I'll call you, girl. Yeah, she's, she, was, she was nice, but mm-hmm. I had to go to OkCupid, because I was like, all right, maybe this will work. So then I went out with this girl. I want to give her a fake name, but her name is so part of this that it's like her name was Delta. Delta? Like Delta. the airline. Yeah. And That's I hot. really like was very into like, like, her you, like profile, like her pictures. I was like, I had to get this girl on a date. Mm-hmm. I took her out for sushi when I lived down in Detroit. I, okay, I took this child to fucking sushi i took her to the dia the detroit institute of art museum Mm -hmm. we had like the most wonderful lesbian date that you i mean i like was so chivalrous like i was like being so are you the dominant i paid for dinner like (laughs) i okay clearly wanted i deserved (laughs) absolutely I deserved <laughs> to get it, okay? And, or at least, like, a second date chance. Yes, yeah, something. I mean, she was, like, twice as tall as me, so maybe that was, like, her first... But, like, also, you can't be that tall and be a girl and tall. expect to have, like, a girlfriend that's not shorter than you. I mean, I am five foot two for anyone who's wondering, so maybe the big height difference was really yeah, not okay um, for her. Yeah. But I honestly was getting vibes that, like, she was just very quirky and that she actually wasn't gay or even bi like i don't know i maybe she would just wanted friends but like her you know it could be anything i don't even think it was that and i had like fallen in love with her on like the before i even got out with a date and then i bought her sushi and went to the museum and i was like trying so hard but also it didn't it wasn't like i was aggressively trying hard I was just like, yeah, this is going great. Like, I'm gonna like totally. I'm trying to I'm imagine gonna what an aggressive tryhard. And then at the end of the date, uh huh, she was like, yeah, well, oh my god, this is so great. She's like, well, I, you know, I live in my car, and I'm just stopping by. So she's like, you know, it, it's so good to get to meet you, and it sucks that I have to drive through to like, I don't know, St. Louis or something. Like she was like, she failed to mention that. Yeah, like at all, and I was like. So glad I like took the time. What a nightmare! I mean, even if you were trying to like make friends, and Mm -hmm. maybe you weren't clear about that, like, why would you want to make friends with someone in a city that you like literally left Mm -hmm. the next day? And I trust me, trust me, people. I stalked her. She didn't lie to me. She left. Really? She left. Yes. And I'm still pissed about it. The amount of times I paid for dates for vagrants. You, What's with us? You paid for dates? Yes, I've paid you for did? dates before. Aw, that's mm-hmm. cute. And I have always financially struggled. So every time I paid for a date... I know, that's so why I'm like, oh. That's I because think... I took that bitch to Burger King. <laughs> and I was like, get whatever you want, baby boy. Well, I was like, oh my god, I know this cute little sushi place in Detroit. And... 
I was so devastated. I remember I was living with Allison then, and I came home. She's like, oh. It didn't go well. Yeah. Because you were alone. And I was like, son of a bitch! Mm -hmm. That Delta! She was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Do you find, like, when you are, like, more in, like, your queer, like, bisexual side? Yeah. That gay people as a whole, I've noticed that we move a little faster sometimes than straight people. Yeah. And uh, in terms, especially in it's, terms of... I feel like it's been so long, so it's, yeah, I don't know, like it's in terms of, hard. like, having sex, yeah. making out, like, physical intimacy, gay people are much, we're much more likely to just throw ourselves out there at people. Or do you think straight people do it as much, they just don't talk about See, it as much? See, I don't know. I always... gay people accuse gay people of being promiscuous, which we fully are, but... And and I kind of agree because from if you like talk to women who I or like mm-hmm. people who identify as you know women on the scale of it, I mm-hmm. feel like you would say that yes, that's true. But it wasn't in my personal experiences. Like I had to try so fucking hard to get women <laughs> to sleep with me. I was like, what is wrong with you? I literally could call this Joe Schmo on the side of the street right now, and he would totally have sex with me. Right, man. <laughs> like what is. Am I so undesirable? <laughs> like, and I was really hot back then. You still are hot. No, I was so much hotter back then. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not hot now. I'm just saying like, it like it shouldn't have been that hard. No. No, and I was cool. I know I was. Were cool. you cool? No, I was. I thought I was cool, but looking back, I was not. No, I was a bit obsessive. I was like. I would carry around Harry Potter and French in my backpack and stuff, and I would you casually do that? like. I know I still do that yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't feel like you would. And do that but when I the difference between high school me and me now is that I keep that stuff hidden now in my bags. Mm-hmm. But when I was in high school, I would casually put it on the table. Yeah, that's everybody in high school. So that though. a boy would be like, "Oh, what's that?" And I'd be like, "It's nothing." Yeah. And he'd be like, "No, tell me." I did that with my journals. I'd be like, okay, it's Harry Potter in French. Oh my god, I journal every day. I know. Don't look. It's private stuff in there. Yeah, I definitely... Can I tell them about the kid that we saw at the beach? Oh my god, the one So we went to the beach, um, and it was kind of like a last minute thing. We were all sitting at the house, and it was like 5 p.m., and we're like, should we go to the beach real quick? It was like, out of the house in 10 minutes, people. We went... We dipped in the water, we sat, it was raining, and we came home. But mm-hmm. while we were in the water, we were looking at this boy. For, no, the guys had left for a second to go to the bathroom, and I was sitting there by myself, and I was watching this little boy. He had this, like, crazy fishing net that was basically just a circle, and it was like a blanket net, mm-hmm. right? And he would hold it in his mouth. Maybe he, he might have been, like, eight or nine. Yeah. Um, and he was waiting in the shallows. And then he would, like, hold onto it with his teeth and hold onto his hands, like, searching, searching for, like, a good spot. And then twirl. He would do, like, this shot put, like, spin. And then, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, like, discus his net out. And then, oh, start Pulling it in all serious, mm-hmm. all serious. I'm like, that kid means I, I know. business. I was the type of person that I was like, I looked at him and I was like, he's cooler than me. Yeah, like as a kid, like that's what I thought <laughs> I looked like and it was not. And then like these two girls came up behind him. It could have been his sisters or his cousins or like or even friends girls. or whatever. And they were like, what'd you get? What'd you get? You know, he like came over and hit, handed them two things and I couldn't hear what he said it was. But he was like, wait, don't open that one. It's alive in there. 
and then like turned around and kept but no, walking but away. Turned, like on his heel. Yeah, like turned around and like kept going to like catch more shit. And the girls were like looking at it in their hands, and I was like, wow, wow. Mac Daddy. I know. What a little stud. I was like, that, that was the level of drama. Yeah. From the day of my birth until today of my life is really? like the level of drama I feel like I've always carried with me. Yeah. <laughs> that fish, it's alive in there. <laughs> okay, so I do remember telling my dad finally, like, I was like, he has to know, like, yeah. but all right, fine. I'm in college, which is crazy because crazy literally time. everybody else in my entire fucking life knew that I was bi. And, like, my brother would talk openly to me about girls and, like, just in front of her. Like, I don't know how he didn't know, but I just had yeah. a suspicion that, like, I don't know. I just never. I, I felt like he needed me to tell him mm-hmm. straight up. I feel like it's harder to dad. get things past mom, but dads can be oblivious. Sometimes. Yeah, I was like, he has to know, but like, I feel like he's the kind of person in my life that needs me to say it to him. So, I was at college, and he had called me, and I was in my dorm room, and um, I was seeing a girl at that time. And, but it wasn't really going serious and it probably wasn't going to last. But I was like, oh, just in case, like, I yeah. should definitely be telling him now. And I called him and he was like, hey, what's up? What's going this on? on the phone. Uh-huh, on the phone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nothing. You know, I was like, up. I was studying late and, like, I have a class in the morning. Yeah, work at the theater is going well. By the way, I'm bisexual. Tomorrow I'm going to have to get up early and walk all the way across campus to, like, mm-hmm. you know, make it to my kickboxing class. And, <laughs> and then I, like, the puzzle finished. Yeah, and I, like, started, place. and then I finished my sentence. And he was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, but did you hear what I said, though? He was like, yeah, yeah, I, I heard you. I was like, did you hear all of it, though? And he was like, yeah, I heard. And I was like, oh, okay. Just to make sure we were all on the but same But, like, page. you... You heard. But, like, you heard it. Right? It sucks right. sometimes when and people he was don't like, even feign a reaction. Yeah, and then I, and he was like, yeah, Sam, I know. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. You know, he's like, yeah, I found your girl-on-girl porno magazine underneath the mattress when you were, like, 12. No. <laughs> you had lesbian porn in your room? <laughs> Typical. Okay, here's... <laughs> brother helping me like clean the house or something and like we were going around and him and I were like changing all the sheets or something I was like this is a suspicious fucking story like yeah this did not happen you were in my room searching for fucking shit okay and he's like yeah and we just stumbled across it and I just put it back underneath there and I was like I don't remember well, at least he at let you all, keep the porn. My cousin gave that to me. <gasps> my older boy cousin gave that to me. He saw in you. I spark. told him. Oh. I was in Colorado. He probably literally does not remember this. And if my mom is listening to this, she's going to... No, yeah, she'll probably crack up. But, like, I think... I must have been, like, 13, though, or something. Because we went out to Colorado for a big family reunion around 12 or 13 or something like that. And, um, yeah, we were... How'd you broach the subject with an older Nothing, cousin? I was just hanging out with my older cousin. Like, I've always been really close with him. And we 
were just hanging out in his room, like, playing video games, like, talking about shit. Talking about boobs. Literally <laughs> boobs and alcohol. And he was like, oh, hey, oh, you're into girls? Like, you seen this magazine? And I was like, oh, that, oh wow, cool. He's like, you can have it. And I was like, all right. And I, like, went and just, like, and he's like, yeah, you're going to want to go hide that in your luggage, though. And I was like, I bought it. So I, like, went oh and, like, God. found, like, a secret, a like, compartment for it in my luggage and snuck mm. it back home. Dirty girl magazine. No one ever snuck me porn my entire childhood. I'm so sorry for you. I know. I'm trying to think. No. Literally, no. I mean, okay. So, we this was not porn. I also feel like maybe we had drank alcohol then, too. Mom, please don't be mad at me, yeah. but I'm really <laughs> no, certain that... Fine. Yeah, my cousin Andreas, I'm pretty sure, took me to, like, the store, and, like, we bought booze, and, like, he drank most of it, but, like, I think yeah. I, like, I feel like, blah, 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 blah. I feel like everyone will have different opinions about this, but, like, let's say I was hanging out with my cousin, who was 13, right? Yeah. And, uh, I had, like, a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah. I just don't see the issue, personally, with, like... Do you want half of like you drink half? Yeah, of it, it would have been like, hard brown liquor. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> it okay. was like either some sort of whiskey or like Jaeger or something. I remember like us mm-hmm. being in like a truck or a Jeep or something. Well, yeah, and going <laughs> to the liquor store. That's and different. he was like, I just had to pick. Something. That's different than a Mike's hard lemonade, yeah. you know. But also, that can't be true. Like this, there's some timeline that has to be off Did for you me because this? have you ever maybe even been like, to Colorado? Maybe I'm missing. Maybe I'm mixing like two different times actually okay. or something but mm-hmm. i know he definitely Gave that the porn. that part of the story was definitely right and he probably does not remember that at all mm-hmm. um but my dad sure does <laughs> so like in my attic we had this enormous tub of books and we had this like anatomy textbook from like the 70s or 80s <laughs> and there was a picture of an erect penis in there <laughs> demonetized or anything. I hope that actually no one listens Actually, to let this. me take a little break here to thank our supporters. Thank you for supporting. Because without you, we can't make we can't make episodes where we talk about erect old penises and books. Okay? So, thank you so much to the to those of you who support our podcast monthly or or who have maybe donated money uh, one time through a PayPal. Yes. And if you share or anything on the podcast, we really, really appreciate it. If you're not supporting the podcast, you can. We would love that. Uh, obviously, we'd be very grateful. You don't have to. Don't feel bad. But you can support the podcast for a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, I think $15 a month. Um, and it should be somewhere linked in any of the descriptions of whatever platform that you're on. So... Thank you for our supporters and anyone who's going to support us in the future because you're the reason why we can make episodes like this. Continue. Wow. So thank you for that. You're Um, welcome. Thank you, listeners. Um, Add full bush. (laughs) I was fascinated by this anatomy textbook because there was multiple naked men in it. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't sexual. It was a textbook, right? Mm -hmm. But... When you're 11 or 12, yeah, a naked man is a naked man. And I remember just, like, studying it. Like, yeah. I w- had a PhD in it, right? <laughs> I read about the glands. I read I read about... Pretty like, huge dick. Yeah. PhD. We just, <laughs> I had a we PhD. Just, <laughs> pretty huge dick. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, like, my only porn, I think. 
was this old. I don't think I even really did anything with that magazine because I was like, and the computer in my room, like very much. Like, come on. But, Mm -hmm. you know, he lived in like. Do you want to know what my mom did to me one time? Absolutely. So, I. This is like the least spiritual podcast, by the way. I know. You know what? You know what, YOLO. So, my mom took my laptop one night, and I was, like, 13, probably. It's always when you're 12 or 13. This is always when it happens. Oh, God. And I am usually, I was usually pretty smart about making sure I was in, like, a private browsing mode or, like, erasing my history, stuff like that, right? I was not. But my mom called me into her room, and she was like, so, um, I found something on your computer. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, full panic mode, yeah. right? I was like, what? What could it be? I was like, like, homework or something? Like an essay? Like, what'd you find? Yeah. And she was like, no, it was something a little more, you know, intense than that. <laughs> I was like, like Sudoku? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, and, uh, and so, like, she was trying to pull it out of me, right? And so... The new Katy Perry album? And she was like, but she was like, I found pornography or something, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think... At this point, she was really trying to confirm my gayness. So she was trying to have me say, like, what kind of porn I was looking at, right? Oh. Which was kind of, like... Pressuring, yeah. Pressuring. Because in my mind, I was like, what if she's pulling my chain? Yeah. You know? Yeah, what if she's just trying to... at the same time, what if she really did have my gay porn and I say lie and say that it's straight? It's like, is that worse? Like, what's going on here? So that was kind of, like... A weird memory. Mm-hmm. But looking back, it makes me cackle. Yeah. But I remember at the moment laughing inside my brain and also being like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Did my mom actually find my gay porn? Because mm-hmm. dear God, I hope not. And I remember just being like, okay, this is what I said. I was like, well, yeah. Um, well, I was like, was it, was it the guys? I was like, I just was interested. I was like, I just read, I just. Oh, you like admitted it. I admitted to it. Because like. She was drawing it out of me. Yeah. I, 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 you know I crack under pressure instantly. It takes, like a fucking baby egg. Yes, like, l- it takes less than three minutes to crack me for anything. Yeah. And so I was like, yes, uh, it was guys. I was like, yes, I know. I know it was a long video. I, I, was, I watched like two. It was like an hour long thing, right? Oh, no. And, uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, just two. I just really needed. I just wanted to. Like, I remember just like. <laughs> Completely losing my vocabulary. Yeah, right? and just being, I wanted to educate I just, myself, I Mama. Virus. <laughs> mama. So you like, understand? Some guy told me, like, I needed to see mm-hmm. it. Like, I just need to know what it is. I think that, like, when I look back at those stories and stuff, and I see some of the nuance of, like, navigating, like, I don't want everyone to know that I'm gay. And it wasn't because it wasn't accepted necessarily to be mm-hmm. gay in my house. It just felt like... You weren't ready. You weren't ready. And there's also that sense of different, right? Mm -hmm. And right now, I don't feel any of that today. I don't feel different today from Mm -hmm. other people. But when I was a kid, I think I felt different. Yeah. And I think that would be the biggest difference between little me and big me. I don't feel different anymore. I just feel like a gay man. Like, that's my identity. And Yeah, we're both so... I don't feel... We're both so privileged on so many levels. So privileged about that. that... And... Like with but our also, like, gayness, the people in our privileged. lives, we've built we've mm-hmm. built a community of people that yeah. are okay with that. So like, and the people who weren't are not in our lives. They're not. They're not in our lives and at I've, all. Like no. zero contact. And so like, but part, we've part also privilege, been privileged enough to be able to do that. Part privilege, I feel like, in part real, like hard work. Yeah, exactly. You know? I so, like, I agree. I agree. But even that, like, in our, I would say, 
maybe this isn't the right vocabulary. So mm-hmm. please, my my naive yeah. way of saying this, but like our type of gayness, yes. you know what I mean, has privilege over other at this point in time. Like mm-hmm. we have less struggles, especially because for me, even though I'm bisexual, mm-hmm. I'm in a hetero relationship. Like literally yeah. no one needs to know, no one has to know. And like I said, I do have my struggles with it. Where We're it feels also both like cisgendered, and we don't have any like exactly. minority like gender dysphoria nope. or like anything like Mm-mm. that. Nope. Yeah. Well, damn. And I can't even imagine right now what not only the trans community is going through, but the people of color who mm-hmm. identify as trans. Mm-hmm. Like it's wild. There are one million people that identify as trans in the American workforce. That's crazy. I wonder how many of them are people of color. I don't know. That's I crazy. didn't see the breakdown in this in the article, but I was interested in looking up more before the podcast. Yeah. Now we both have homework to do. Yeah. We got to come back with the what facts time is and it? stay educated. Do we have any more? Oh, okay, we have we have a little bit of time. I pulled the world card and the King of Swords. For that story about I think computer. For the story about the computer, the world, and the king of swords. Yeah. I do see that moment kind of as a splitting point for me. Mm-hmm. Just, I feel like that moment was a moment where I was like, oh my god, I was caught looking at gay porn. Yeah. I think I'm gay, right? Uh, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't just something that I'm pretending to be interested anymore. Like, I, I need to, I'm being confronted with it. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's, like, one of those defining moments. So weird, because, like, now, like, I've thought about it a lot. Like, I've always tried to kiss girls. <laughs> like, literally since I was in school and young. And, yeah. like, lit- like, always. And I... Like, I always knew that that's what I was trying to do, and that's what I wanted to do, and that I was, like, obsessive over women, and I thought girls were so beautiful, and, like, I wanted guys to like me, and I liked guys, but, like, the physical attraction was always with women, Mm -hmm. and then, like, it it took me becoming, like, thoroughly obsessive over girls on, like, MySpace, and, like, um, like, maybe, like, early high school and stuff to like really sit and think about like why am I spending hours like scouring this person's MySpace yeah like looking at all and, like, their photos and like why am I not in their top eight like you know <laughs> what I mean and just then when I saw him at school would be like wow she's wearing the same shirt as like her third profile picture from like four months ago I wonder God, I like, that era. you know what I mean I just like and I think that's really was like early high school when I was the more obsessive over people that like I didn't even know and like why was I so focused on this one mm-hmm. or two girls that I would like look at their their online profiles and I was like oh no. oh I'm gay yeah. oh Oh, that's what that means? Oh, that's what... Oh! But I had already, like, done stuff with girls and yeah. didn't know... Like, didn't didn't put the two and two together, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying about that, where it's like you clearly were watching gay porn. Like, you knew you, you knew were gay. You knew you were gay, but, like, but it, it wasn't was like, until you were really confronted with some sort of reality. Like, yeah, like, or having to, like, say it was her. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I feel like it's when someone else enters that space. Right? Like when someone sees you. Yeah. And you feel like too seen and you're like, wait a minute. 
Oh, no. You know what? There was this one girl, too, who, like, it was, like, one or two years. It would have probably been two or three years after I had, like, acknowledged that, said it out loud, told people. Like, people, I don't think my whole school knew, but, like, pretty much it was an open thing. And um, there was this one girl who was two years younger than me, and I could tell. Why is the microphone flashing? What? It's always flashing. Oh, it always does that? Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. Does it? Does it? Doesn't it? I have no does idea. Does it? Doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. Sorry, sorry, I don't want to panic our listeners, but I was like, oh my god, did we just record a whole podcast and not actually record it? I mean, it shows that, like, our voices... Anyways, I think we're good. Because um, we're going to probably wrap this up, but there was this girl, and, like, I could tell she had a crush on me. I could tell mm-hmm. that she was stalking my my myspace page really you know what i mean and i was like oh i might be that awakening for her no i didn't know her like that she was in choir with me i was in like this is gonna sound so like uh, but like i was the lead at that point and i she was so i was of course you were listen I was the lead in all the fucking musicals and plays, and you can hate me for that. I don't care. It was, like, my whole life. You can hate me, but we all know you just want to be me. (laughs) (laughs) I went to... I started college as a theater major, so, like, I was good. That's what I like to do. Mm -hmm. That was whatever. But I was Dorothy at that point, and she had, like, a part of the scene where it was, like... The dead witch. No, no. She was... So, you know that part where she, like, gets made over in Oz? Uh Um, And so I was, like, sitting in this chair that, like, spun around, and she would, like, be one of the people that would, like, fix my hair. And before every scene, she'd be like you can do it. Like you're, you're incredible. Like I just, I'm, you know, and then after she'd be like, wow, that was so good. I learned so much from that scene. And like, is that recorded by the way, your wizard of Oz? Yes, it is. I have it on DVD. You have it. I literally have it on DVD. Can we watch it? It has. So I tried to watch it with Michaela and it like has a bunch of scratches in it and it literally won't play past like the first, not even two minutes. What? And I've tried to, like, skip it. You can't go to, like, the... There's no, like, chapters. You can't skip, like, it's... Mm. The CD is fucked. And I'm so disappointed about it. Even as cringy and as embarrassing as it is, like, I really want to you know, have that if memory. if you take it to... What's it called? DVD Hold replay? On. They can fix it. Can they? Yes. That would be awesome. I would love that. But, um... I mean, I never want to watch it. Okay. But I wanted Michaela to watch it just because when she started to get into choir and yeah. whatever... Anyways, I was leaving rehearsal one day and I was like already very aware that this girl was like, like I would wear a scarf and then the next day she would come in and like wear her scarf the same way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I was leaving and she was like, hi Sam. Um, oh my gosh, you, you did great today. Can I get like a selfie with you? And I was like, we're, so we're standing out in the back of my high school, like right in the view of the parking lot. And like mm-hmm. everybody was out there and I was like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she's like, oh, I, I get it. I get it. I was going to put it up like I was going to put it up on my MySpace. And I like thought about back to me when I was like, I don't know. This sounds so Wait, braggy. No, no this sounds like, so braggy. Was it but a like, mobile sidekick? Like for some I reason? Don't, no, no, it was an actual camera. It was like a little <gasps> digital like oh. gray camera. And I, I don't know. I just felt like I was like, what if I'm her like awakening? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to be the girl that makes her feel bad or uncomfortable mm-hmm. or stupid or whatever. So I was yes. like, yes, of course. Like, no problem. Like, you did really great too. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then 
um, I think she had reached out to me at one point and was like, hey, I know that I've like come on really strong and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. I was just in a full hetero relationship at that no point. I was sexual awakening. I don't know. I just felt really like, I always think of that girl and I was like, I hope that like I, I don't know. I hope that I didn't make things harder for her or that I made yeah. her feel comfortable with mm-hmm. like, I don't know. No, um, yeah, I was that girl always. Yeah. I was the one that was like... I always thought I was too. Um, But sometimes people do it to you. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes. When I was, yeah, not not always. There was only once once or twice where I was very aware of like someone's Mm -hmm. undying lesbian love for me. If any men out there, if if you're listening to this and I was your sexual awakening. If y'all are out there trying to get fucking digital pics with me outside of my high school, Wizard of Oz, like. I'm so much more confident now. Yeah, I'm totally taken. Mm -hmm. But like. Let me know you love me because I need that validation. Absolutely. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, thank everyone. You. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. For all of you straight and non-straight folks mm-hmm. out there. Yes. It's a wonderful time to embrace. Also educate yourself diff- about the different sexualities, different gender identities, and also the way that in like just the intersectionality mm-hmm. that queer people face in society right yeah like our status in some parts of the world there's so much we could talk about and this goes with anything it just feels sometimes uncomfortable when we end episodes where we talk about something that maybe we're feeling like yeah we didn't give things justice but all Mm -hmm. we could do is talk like give our own funny perspectives on how we associated to certain things just a bite-sized hour-long chunk yeah but i mean i feel like the same way when we had a rough episode where it was just 12 minutes long and we were trying to gather our thoughts and so much was happening with the black lives matter movement and like i still don't think that we've kind of given it so much justice and it never stop learning and fighting and educating yourself and Mm -hmm. we're doing the same and um but it still goes for for pride month and um yeah and any sort of fucking minority that needs help and justice to be honest with you mm-hmm. and we're really privileged and None we understand that until we're all free i think yeah. you said that last time and the time before that yeah but skylar and i are really fucking privileged mm-hmm. we really are and we are very aware of that but maybe along the way you can laugh along with our mm-hmm. embarrassing stories okay. we love you guys thank you so much thank you so much do you have anything else to say do you want to name this episode full bush Mm. We'll think about it. I think that's hilarious. Don't pressure me like this. Well, now everyone heard you, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be full bush, you guys. But I mean, you guys would already know you that guys you've seen know. it. If you made it this far, by the way, hello. You're definitely. Hello, as always. You're, yeah, you're definitely my MySpace yeah. stalker at this point. If you made it this far, you're, far, you're one of like five people that listen all the way through. Love you, babe. Bye. Bye.